This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hey everyone, it's the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. Nope. I'm Barbara. I'm Andrew. And I'm Gavin. What are you? <laughs> You're Drew. I'm Drew. You're not Gavin. I just have in his seat. I felt. And I, oh, and I told you before the show, I'm going to ask only stupid questions this whole time, <laughs> or have f- uh, bizarre it, observations. Listen, just because he's farted Had, in that seat a bunch a doesn't lot. make it. Hit I mean, there's the it's, groove. You're in the Gavin I'm in the groove. groove, and it's still. I'm still wafting. A lot. It's like as I shift weight, I can. <laughs> yeah. It wafts up. Ga- Gavin is the king of questions that, like, on the surface seem stupid, right. and, and then, then you, then, and then you're like, that's the stupid. Wait, what? And then, right, like, it, like, like, it causes you yeah. to, like, like a shadow falls across your face, and you're like, yeah. oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, he's right. I, um, you have to use thinker questions. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, but at first, at they're surface, surface level, yeah. Surface yeah. level, you're like, no. Bah, bah. Come on. Oh. It's a very Gavin question. I think we've talked about it in the podcast before, but I sent him an article I read a couple of weeks ago about how turtle, turtles, is turtles can breathe underwater through their anus, or... <laughs> Who can't? What? They Wait. can they can right. they can Tur- take in water and then diffuse oxygen into their bloodstream. And it goes out their anus? No, that the water in goes in, in, in they the butt. extract the water. They uh they butt chug they, some water. They butt chug some air, some and water, then, and, and then, then they subtract the air out. They've got butt gills. Which is why they're able to stay underwater for so long. Like sea turtles. How have we not Patented this technology. I was going to say, why, why haven't humans evolved to this at this point? <laughs> like, wh- we haven't gotten, we've only gotten worse. Humans have only gotten worse. We've gotten nothing better. Yeah. Every other creature is learning to like, but we've, we, we've got worse. Black Forest cake MMs. It's true. And sea turtles true. do not. A little hint of cherry, a little hint of chocolate. <laughs> we've got Black Forest MMs in a package that might choke a sea turtle one day. <laughs> <laughs> up in the ocean. So, can uh, breathe that, can they? Thanks, humans. Yeah. yeah. Try, try breathing this bag through your butthole, yeah. huh? Erica and the broadcast crew put together a little uh, Valentine's Day decoration. It's very nice. Uh, we've got I like it. It's very, like, it's not too in your face. It's like a subtle, nice Very cute. Decor. Yeah. I bring it up because he, he, uh, he t- Eric tells me that that. There's like a flower in a mason, little mason jar up there that if you pour hot water on it, it melts and turns into hot chocolate, and I have hot water. So I'm going to do it right now before the hot water gets sure. any colder. Yeah, 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 do, it. do it, do it. Let's see if it actually works. It's going to turn into the thing. This is great it's radio. Like, <laughs> it's going <laughs> to turn into a head with the... All right, the oh. water's in. Oh, that's a... Ooh, it's, damn. it's floating on top. It's doing its thing. Um, it's beautiful. It is lovely. It, it'll go, don't worry. It's it one of those like plastic. Balls. It does look it like sure plastic. It sure does. I won't be drinking that. Uh... Your own glass of prolapse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if that Very actually shiny. does anything. Yeah, uh, God Almighty! It might be one of those things you have to keep pouring the hot water over it as it slowly melts it mm. on the top. I've seen those before for like big hot chocolate ball bombs. How much to just eat the other one? If I just was, if if you're, is there another one on the other side? Yeah, yeah, there's another one. We would water. do that for free. I, yeah, yeah, I would not. Yeah, there's not a dollar amount there. Oh, how much to pay me to eat this sh- delicious chocolate? <laughs> yeah, exactly. that is, anybody want to watch me eat yeah. this? For $50, <laughs> I will consume these M&Ms. Oh. oh, yeah, how painful. They look delicious. Uh, Eric wrote, just uh, give it time. By the end of the show, that'll be chocolate. Thanks, Eric. It'll be a newborn baby. Producing the hell out of, uh, out of this podcast. From, from far away. Um, Thank you, but- Eric. There was a, uh, you know, where the Super Bowl was yesterday. I don't know if anybody watched. The I watched the whole thing. I watched a little bit of it. Uh, you know, some people care about the football. Some people just want to watch the halftime show. Some people just like want to watch the commercials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there was one that stood out to me. I think it stood out to a lot of people that was just like 
a QR code on the TV bouncing around. Mm -hmm. And it was so popular, like it took down the advertiser servers. But like, what a testament to how easy it is to trick people into like scanning something and clicking on it. (laughs) (laughs) Shiny. Can you imagine if it was like a malicious thing where it's like, yeah, we're just going to put a QR code that's going to install a virus on everybody's computer. So... They talk about, I was listening to, it was another podcast I was listening to, and they were talking about, like, the easiest way to hack into someone's computer is not guessing passwords, it's not, like, you know, uh, doing some, you know, some swordfish shit. The easiest way, honestly, is to leave a USB drive next to someone's computer, yep. because they'll just plug it yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's just, it's human error true. is the easiest way There's to get fucking people's... Some government agencies that handle, like, secure data, or that'll be, like, one of the tests they do is where they'll just leave USB like USB dongles in the parking lot and be like if anybody picks it up and takes it and puts it in their computer like that's it you lose any clearance you like plug it in and just you're fired and then that's it it gives you the back to the future too print out (laughs) McFly (laughs) that commercial though is genius because it breaks through the noise of like typical commercials and you're just like what is this and And it went on forever yeah and so your curiosity is super peaked and like is that the word for it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Peak your, yeah. P-I-Q-U-E-D. Yeah. Peaked. Yeah. Uh, I didn't scan it, but I was just like, this is, I'm tempted to. And I'm too the, lazy to. At but. the very end, they put it in the corner. Yep. Just to be like to ulti- the ultimate satisfaction. It's, it's the, the. Think the DVD screen. DVD yeah. screen, yeah. That bounced Which, around. Uh, I saw a GIF the other day of, or GIF, you know, whoever, if GIF. you're wrong. GIF. Uh, of it, of like what that DVD screen looks like, like laid out and as lines, like how many times it actually hits the corner. Only does it once. Out of like 200 cycles or something, oh. it goes through. It doesn't repeat itself. Like so, everyone I've called a liar for the for does, my whole life. It does life eventually dink it, but it like takes some time. Oh. They so they did they intentionally make it to where it's like a rare occurrence. I don't. It's just how it's or it's just like mathematically it's just where it begins to where it ends and where the screen is. Like hmm. yeah, is it different four three to sixteen by nine? Uh, yeah, I, it might be. You might want to bet it is. Follow, I'll follow up. Mm. I'll send you some gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Did any of you watch any of the Super Bowl other than I, I watched the halftime show. Oh, okay. it sank. Yeah, I watched um, the entire thing. Okay. How what do you think? I thought was a- that was like some of the most solid five hours of television. <laughs> the, ga- the game was like super tight, you, super interesting. The yeah. commercials were great. The you, halftime show was The halftime show was so good. Are yeah. you able to follow, like, you were able to watch football in a meaningful way? 100%. I used to play, okay. f- I used to play football. Got it. So I understand the rules pretty well. Canadian, though. Well, the only difference, well, like, well, it might not be the only difference, but the they're major all on, difference. You're all on skates. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on ice. Yeah. The major difference with Canadian football is that we have three downs instead of four. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think the field Which might be bigger. Which is better for bigger. jokes. Just like rule of three. It's, no, isn't, exactly. it, yeah. isn't it smaller? Like, it's just oh, maybe goal it's line to goal line. Like, the end, or something, like. The end zones shrink down. There's some. There's like some weird there's feeling some for every meter and all three downs. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on all three downs. The whole nine <laughs> meters. meters. Yeah, all nine meters. I'm gonna step to the concession stand and get a poutine. Anybody need anything? Yeah. yeah. I just I, there's something that's so comforting about live sports though that I think it, it comes from me living alone when I went to college. I used to just have hockey or sports on just all the time in the background because mm. it's great background music or sure. background noise. I guess. Yeah. Instant nap. On. Just like put on like a oh. low football game. Just like, and there's some of the first. No, 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 no. Just into, that like nice. Like, yeah, it's just so comforting. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolute nap maker. I didn't watch any of it. it was, didn't watch. Uh, didn't watch it. Like Barbara said, I feel like it, it flew by. Like you, 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 but you also understand football. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like you put it on. It's like, oh my God, this is going to be on for four or five hours. Oh, I love it. And, and then great. Roses, you understand football. Oh, yeah. No, I understand I football. Understand but football. I'm like, but I'm also like, 
not like, a not from like a I don't fan? like not yeah right but like not yeah I don't understand football from not from a like I don't really get I just don't is it is there anything in particular that you don't understand that I could explain to you I I'll woman explain it uh, ooh uh, I like that <laughs> uh, tight end and special teams the fuck are those that's a good question <laughs> both porn. Uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're actually going to have a QR code on this show that if you scan yeah. it, will tell you what tight end and special teams. I didn't know. Is, so. I didn't know that offense and defense switched until like a year and a half ago. Oh. Like in between, I was just like, "Wait, where are they going?" And they're like, "Oh, they switched between some offense sm- and defense." Like some like, small schools <laughs> in Texas will play both sides. Right. Like they they won't come off the field. Right. Because there's like a graduating class of like seventeen. Yeah. They're like small ass. Yeah, also, yeah. also, I feel like talking about football is the boy version of astrology. <laughs> Or just like, I mean, you, you can't about, choose like, not to believe some people. <laughs> right. Some people, sure. Definitely. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Cincinnati Bengals rising. Yeah, yeah I got exactly. <laughs> The Dolphins yeah. are constantly in retrograde right. ever since like the mid 80s. <laughs> it's one to one for me in my head. Yeah. Where it's like some people, super into it. Some people, not so much. Here's, here's the thing live your bliss. Live your I don't want. I never want to yuck anyone's yum, unless right. unless your yum is yucking my yum. Yeah. Right. In which case. In which case. Look out. No both no. both astrology and football. Great. Just I, no. I absolutely. I I feel like uh, I I enjoy those sports as as with all sports. Um, I enjoy them for just the performance of something that's like the physicality of it. It. Uh, but I do have some friends that are like super into baseball and uh, mostly baseball because it's like a, a statistics sport. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that like. The more like more levels you go down in terms of like statistics and knowing the minutia of the sport is when I start to glaze up. Like my eyes just become glassy. At that point, you're just a day Uh trader. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It becomes stocks. I'm just like, uh huh. How's uh, how's old? uh, Oh no, marshmallows have emerged inside the flower. Turns out it was a candle the whole time. Yeah. How is Gus, it? What does it smell like? Does it, it doesn't smell like chocolate. I'll, I'll say. I don't can want to. You, you can take a little whiff. It, it turns into Are big red. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It smells like a candle. I don't know. <laughs> that's because that's, that's a candle. Yeah, that's because that's a candle with marshmallows in it, Gus. There um, is definitely a plasticky kind of... Uh, like after smell to it. Okay, yeah. these 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 so-called marshmallows look like fucking baby teeth. This is horrifying. <laughs> this is horrifying. Do not baby teeth. Like doesn't smell bad, but it's just, just it doesn't, it doesn't smell. Doesn't smell like something I want. Yeah, it smell edible. This this smells like like the Kirkland brand Quix strawberry. <laughs> yes. Like. Ooh, yeah, this is this is no good. Are you gonna Let's try just it? Put that out. I am it. absolutely not gonna try. I'll that. try it. Are you trying? Oh, I don't gee. know if it's. Done? Question mark. I mean, it. L- Just put your little finger in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, nah, I don't ask. Yeah, go for it if you want. We got a banana. You can start it with. <laughs> what is the banana about? I don't know. Um, Eric told me it's chocolate. Hmm. Okay. You know, not bad. Really. Very subtle. You want, you want a banana to stir that <laughs> with? Whoa. Oh, sorry. Banana chocolate, chocolate banana. <laughs> now that oh, that's home fill. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> the smile on your face made oh. me think you're going to say Eric, otherwise. Eric tells me to say, "You make me bananas." Okay, Eric. Oh. That's enough I out of you. I took way too big of a bite of that. First of all, yeah, yeah. Seriously, you went, you went for the high score on that first bite. Jesus. What, what are y'all's opinion of uh, the combination of chocolate and orange? Pro. 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 There's like that chocolate orange you can buy that you like Terry's. smash. Terry's? Yeah, that's big, really good. Big Terry's fan. Terry's. That's what it's called. 
Yeah, Terry's chocolate orange. Chocolate all I know, orange. Chocolate yeah. orange. That's all I know. Yeah. Two great tastes. It tastes great together. Mint and chocolate. Excellent. You'll never be on a show where I don't never, say that. Never, true. ever. You say <laughs> that all the damn yeah. time. Uh, and in this case, it's true. This it is, is the true. time I'm using it. It is accurately. true, and it is accurate. But yeah. like, how you shoehorn that into just everyday conversation no. that now I have started doing <laughs> all the fucking time. Just two great tastes that taste great together. Yeah. It's the fact that like once you know how to say that, because it's not easy to say. Like right. that phrase is not easy to say, but once you do it, it's stuck. You yep. oh, I can watch the. It's almost like a party trick. <laughs> Two great tastes to taste great together every yeah. time, hundred percent. Yep. Uh, I mean, in this case, it's actually true. I like. Was there was there some online discourse about people like saying chocolate and orange thumbs down? No, no good together. I think it's a very uh, divisive topic. Um, Do people not like, like that. You There's know a lot of people who don't like chocolate and I, orange. They must picture like an orange, like a peeled orange with like. Chocolate syrup over sure. it, which would be disgusting. Yeah, absolutely. But it's even like the Terry's chocolate orange. Yeah. People don't but then there's also really? well, I was thinking mint and orange, and that doesn't go together at all. But this, the thing I just tried, oh, mint and um, chocolate, delicious. Maybe the two worst flavors that no, like is you don't talk about divisive. It's white chocolate and banana. Wait, <clears> it's banana, banana flavor. Banana flavor. Yeah, yeah, like a banana runt, but also white chocolate. And isn't that isn't it the case? <laughs> okay, told you. I will try this. Yeah, uh, you can try this. So there's, an, there's two more. There's two more halves. Just so everybody now, knows, we're still safe. Now you it's could. It's not good. Like someone correct me if I'm. Oh God, even the feel of this is like it's fucking not nightmarish. Okay. Bad. I. That was a good toss. But it, I would it, never. I would, I would require payment you in order to eat the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, one okay. bite enough. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe the chat out there can correct me. But Gus, you actually have the internet with you. Oh God, the internet. And I'm not gonna look this up. But aren't like banana flavored things, right? Like that like runs and or stuff. The M, are M they banana? Are they Cabin that actual dish? flavor is closer to what bananas actually used to taste like right. pre nineteen fifty? That's, That's right. the rumor. Yeah, I think it's Big Banana um, saying this is as close as we could get. Go eat a real banana. Yeah, that, that's what I think too. Yeah, because it's it's so it's like an uncanny valley banana yep. flavor. You I know? want like it's there, but it's not. Can we? Quite. Are all those bananas gone? They're gone. Like you can't it's fungus. It got fungus. What it, Last like, of Us. The Last of Us. The bananas. We've got a budget. Like if I told Eric buy us a Cavendish banana, he is couldn't it do it. Cavendish or is it the one? What do we have now? Gross Michel is what we have. Gross now. Michel. Gross Michel. Gross Michel. You have to say it that way because if you say Gross Michel, ew. Is ew. it not Gro Michel? Gross Michel? Gross Michel. Eric, buy me a Cavendish banana. What does he say? We tried to order bananas, but they were out of season. Well, they order them when they're in season. What do you dude? mean? Bananas, bananas are, are never out of season. Never out of season. Kevin Dish has been out bananas. of season for seventy years. Right, seventy years. Can't get them uh, with all with all our science, a lot of miraculous science. We couldn't get a Cavendish banana. Again, it's by hoisted by our own petard in that regard. <laughs> well, because oh, um, the, si the science behind it is like it's a Shakespeare quote, Barbara. <laughs> uh, like that. I've never heard <laughs> you say those words before. Not succession. It. It's one of those things too, where like the reason they wiped out the Cavendish banana is because there was no there's there's been it was a monoculture. It's monoculture. It's a mon they, yeah. they, they eliminated there biodiversity. There was a banana monopoly that then turned into a banana monoculture that then wiped out the Cavendish banana. So like if if a if a plague came along that attacked our current gross Michelle banana, we would be out of and, bananas and in like a year. You did to pivot. The, yeah, it's called Tropical Race Four, and it's already out there. And their worry is that it's going to continue. And eliminate all bananas as we know them. I, I believe Tropical Race machine. Three is what eliminated the Cavendish, and now the new one has it's come it dropped. And, gonna, uh, our Cavendish kids are only going to know uh, plantain. Chiquita, <laughs> Chiquita's sweating. And that's yeah. why I'm not having that. kids. <laughs> I don't have kids. I can't, can't allow anyone to live in a world without normal bananas. America. 
Freedom. I bananas. Want, I don't know which camera is mine. Year round bananas. I, my favorite thing about a banana is that seventy percent of it is delicious, and like the last thirty is the grossest thing you've ever tasted. I never finish a banana. I always get. I'm like, ooh, delicious. Oh, this is fantastic. I haven't had one of these in a while. I'll get down to this last bit. I'll never eat one of these as long as I live. Throw the, in the garbage. The little brown mushy bit with the little nipple on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah gross. At the bottom. It, it's just like I want the flavor until I absolutely don't want the flavor anymore. Oh. And that's why they make mini bananas. They're th the like this ones. big. That's what uh, I was going like, to you. Oh. So apparently I'm wrong, according to chat. Fake account to disable autoplay, thank you. Cavendish is the current banana. Gross Michelle was the one that was Okay, great. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, I, mean, I can't be bothered to look it up. I can only tell the chat. Yeah, we just need to me. wait for chat to catch up to our discussion right. and then figure <laughs> and out what's learn. actually true or not. Speaking of things that are extinct, uh, there was a Jurassic, a new Jurassic Park trailer during the Super Bowl. Dude. And I get, they're grasping, right? Like Sam Neill and... Um, Laura Dern. Laura Dern are, uh, are like back reprising their characters. Which, like, they've both done... Like, they don't need to come back. We don't, we don't need Sam Neill and Laura Dern to come back and reprise. They're not, like, hurting. Speaking like, of people coming back to do their characters, you see that Austin Powers commercial? Oh, Yikes! Yeah, yeah. The entire cast of Austin it. Powers in one commercial. Yeah, here's the thing, like, that... Weird, except for man. Austin Powers, I guess they couldn't get Mike Myers. Gus, I see what you what? did there. They're the same person. But what? <laughs> I think he knew that. I think <laughs> no, I guys, I, I I'm really looking forward to the Oscar winner uh, from 2030 recognizing things. The yep. motion picture. That's like really all. That's <laughs> what we're headed toward. They did it with Star like, Wars. They're doing Jurassic Park. What else did they do it with? They did something with something else recently where it's just like. You just get the old people to come back, and then everybody loves it because the boomers like are like, "Oh, I remember Han Solo," I rem or like they did with uh, Indiana Jones. They keep it's all of the uh, Spielberg is really digging it. I feel, but I feel like Spielberg has something to do with bringing back the old folks. But mm. I mean, there's a way to do it that's just cash grabby, but then there's a way to do it. I think that's also like well executed. I uh, have not seen a well executed version of Bring Back the Old Folks. Have. Mm, ha I might agree with you on that. I'm trying to rack my brain for any answer. Did either of you like Ghostbusters Afterlife? Didn't see it. Haven't seen it yet. Didn't Maybe. See it. But I feel like also, I would. Also, rest I've, in peace, Ivan Reitman. Ivan Reitman. Oh, man. I know. Terrible. Jeez, man. Uh, I feel like Ghostbusters Afterlife came closest to nailing that. Got it. Where it's like a story, a, like a quote-unquote new, new story that abuts an old story and kind of like Venn diagram overlaps it a little bit. Uh, it's like it, it was endearing in a way to like try to bring the franchise to like a younger new generation Got it. while still keeping the crotchety old people happy. Like, okay, that was Ghostbusters, I, but it, like it's obviously not ours well, anymore. And I guess it's that's the thing is, is the reason that they're trying to make the crotchety old people happy is because they're the ones with all the money. That's correct. Ah, got it. Okay, never mind. I'm caught up. I get it. Yeah, uh, it's very interesting, and it, it's something that like. I don't know, I think kind of plagues uh, all media, which is like uh, the, the people who write the checks are very interested in replicating the last success. And it is how we get this, it's how we get funneled down to sure. like kind of worse versions of everything that just kind of like, and now we have a, a Jurassic Park movie that like, I don't know. I, I feel like the, it's, it's tough to like p both pass the torch and appease. Cause yeah. like passing the torch, cool. Like, some people get to like run with this new property and like I feel like well I'm gonna open a whole can of worms I feel like 
Star Wars is the best example of this. It's like, why are we following the same six people okay, we've known yeah. in like one of the coolest <laughs> sci-fi universes ever conceived? Galaxy. Very far away, apparently. S- very far away, and a long time ago, <laughs> we follow the same seven fucking people. And like, everything happens on Tatooine. It's the yeah. central planet. Everything happens. There. I also, it's very funny how like they just went with Jedi robes. Somebody was talking about that online. How like we just associate Jedi with those robes, even though that would have just been Obi-Wan Kenobi's like Bedouin outfit for living on a desert right, planet. Sure. But now all Jedis wear robes right. because like that's what you wear, even though that was just specific to him because he lived in the he desert. He was in hiding. Yeah, right. and, he, he, and he was in hiding too. Yeah, yeah. That exactly. wouldn't have been Which, the common robe. Like, yeah. We're getting an Obi-Wan show, right? Yes. For like the Soon. Six, for the six days that we didn't cover in episodes four, five, six, and one, two, three. Like for that week long, it's the Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi show. <laughs> I, I hope... I hope it's just like his capers as a force ghost. Sure. Yes. It's just <laughs> zooping around the galaxy, just <laughs> fucking with people as like people need things from the force. Yeah. yeah. Did it's you guys all watch the book of Boba Fett? Yes. yes. Finish that up. Didn't watch the, uh, was there, there was a post credit thing, right? There I don't was. know. Got it. Trevor's been watching it that I have, for some reason I just didn't feel like it, but now I do. So I'll go back and watch it by myself now that he's finished watching it. It's probably better now that all the episodes are out. I heard that the first few were rough. Like, I wasn't hearing yeah. a lot of positive things about it. And so I was like, oh, I, I guess I'm not missing out by not watching this. But then now everyone's raving then, about the last couple episodes. Yeah, then, like, some characters show up that you care more about. You're like, oh, this is way better now. I did see yeah. I did see I, one scene <laughs> when when Trevor was watching in the living room one time that I, like, just sat in and started watching. It was one of the earlier episodes where there was like a race through the little city area and like each sure. each biker had like a different color bike. Uh, and I was like, yeah. what is this looks like Power Rangers? And, and one of the Rodriguez. mopeds has like twelve mirrors. Yeah. On it just the was side. like this is this feels very not Star it's, Wars. It's you're right. It's very it's like a very specific kind of sci fi that's not Star Wars sci fi. Yes. And like the argument the argument made for that those bikes is that Episode two has that whole diner scene. Like, there's a 50s diner. And that's what people loved. <clears throat> they were asking yeah, for more oh, of that. clamoring right. for more But that was diners, the argument of, like, space oh, we diners. can make this. It's a choice inside of the realm of uh, Star Wars set deck. So, um, oops. So y- I watched all I watched all the Book of, Book of, Book of Boba Fett. And, the, yeah, the first three episodes are uh, real rough. And then it becomes a totally different show at one point. Yes. In which case, you're like, <clears throat> cool. There it is. And then the finale, which is without question one of the worst directed action <laughs> things I have ever fucking seen. Yeah, is, when a guy does the spin to shoot, it's, not it's even, like, like that is that is a that is Oh, I thought I saw a gif of that. That is <laughs> so <laughs> I was just like what is this? What? That isn't even the worst part. Like that is very dumb cuz that's just bad blocking and bad like, you yeah. know, uh, coverage. It is like I, I without giving too much away, you have a bunch of people firing weapons at these two mech droids with shields for 25 minutes nonstop, making no dent in the... Sh- it's like None. new strategy. It's like these people are like... It was just so frustrating to watch. It's like, do anything else. Like, it's it, it, it just so bad, and it goes yeah. let's, on Let's forever. fall back and get ourselves cornered and keep doing the same thing. Exactly. It's just <laughs> Double bad. down. It's just, oh, God. It's, gonna, it's, it's bound to start working. Aww. If we just fire one more laser, this will be the one that cuts through this, like, mech droid shield. It's like, well, here's oh, the thing about Here's the thing that I got real confused on, especially in that episode. How, like, if I were to shoot you with a blaster right now, would it kill you? Is it a bullet? Because, like... I don't want to spoil anything for everybody, but like somebody takes a handful but of blasters. They've got shots. armor. The character in question who got shot a lot uh, has a lot of fur. So 
Mm. Uh, just took like five or six shots, like straight to the core. I and have then, also wondered that what is the actual what is material the, of the blast? Like, what's what is the it strength? Shooting? Yeah, what's what it are we? It's, yeah, it's a laser of some kind. But, but then, what's the? No, it's a blaster. Because if it was a laser, it would travel like at the speed of light, is, wouldn't it? Like you would blaster mean? It. But yeah, what's a, so it's a it's, blast. It's like ionized gas or something. Ionized. So it's like gas. A, like a pressure. Oh, well, Listen, yeah, I, I, I'm I, not going to get into the science. Oh, I'm not going to get into the uh, the ballistic science of this uh, space wizard movie. Sure, but uh, I, yeah, that's the thing. I was like, also too with that last sequence of that episode. I was like, that fucker was ammo on clearance. They just like keep like it's just nonstop <laughs> laser fire, Infinity never goals. reloading, never doing. It's like, but also doesn't do that, that much damage. So it's like, yeah, uh, it's not going to. And also that one group escapes their dangerous situation, only to fall back to the other group in an even worse situation. <laughs> Like, oh, thank God we escaped that. Let's bunker down here it's, now. It's real bad. Let's, let's all die together. <laughs> it's very bad. Like, and I, in terms of like the direction, both with the action sequences themselves, but then also just with like store, like the story of it is, is it's like you had they had all the ingredients for something like that could have been really cool, and they just baked just an here, absolute shit cake. Here's my argument: I, if the book of Boba Fett was animated you would buy a lot more of those scenarios. And I think also, if the book of both, same, everything's the same, except it's animated, except coverage is a little different. You would be a lot, it would be easier to palette. I, I don't know. So I think the problem lies with something that Andrew kind of touched on, where the story starts and immediately it forks into two sure. different stories. Two different shows. One of which doesn't end up really mattering at yeah. all. Uh, so it's like you end up feeling, as you watch the show more, you end up feeling like you wasted a lot of time in the show with stuff that's only marginally or ancillary important to the actual storyline yeah. that's going on. Mm. To just have like a scene at the mm. end that's like, oh, you didn't know this is who really did the thing. Ha <laughs> ha Like, oh, okay. I, yeah. Somebody tweeted the other day, uh, my favorite scene in a Marvel movie, and I don't know who tweeted this, so I can't credit them, but like my favorite scene in a Marvel movie is at the, after, at the end credit scene when somebody like comes out from a pile of rubble and goes, it's me, Blorco. And then the whole <laughs> audience reacts. And the idea of like, it's me, Blorco, is now like my favorite trope of all like new, like sci-fi, like I have Star to look Wars, like Marvel. Like anytime I, like it's there's me. that big reveal yeah. in Boba Fett. And like, I don't know who that character is. And all of a sudden like, he tilts up the hat, and I, and Allie just goes, "It's me, Blorco." And I, was like, yes. I don't know who that is, but that's definitely a Blorco. Well, even in the after-credit scene of Book of Boba Fett, there's like a scene where you see someone, and I was like, "Who is that?" It was a character from the show, and I was like, "I don't know who that is." I had to Google it. It's like, "Oh, it's oh, the right. guy we just saw." It's Blorco. It's, it's Blorco. It's, Obviously, uh, that is. I read a really, a really well-written uh, film crit, uh, crit Hulk uh, write-up on the new Book of Boba Fett. It was really, really well done, and it kind of hit on a couple of things that, like, I, I, I you know, one of the things your brain notices, but you're like can't really put into words. And mm. it's just like this. It's the Book of Boba Fett is at its very core just like very bad storytelling. It just mm. like the the, the the existence of the Book of Boba Fett justification is more Star Wars. Like, and that's like what you, the, the overwhelming feeling you get watching the entire thing is just like, we gotta keep this machine running. Yeah. And which, like, so which it's, is, it's not in service of any, like, because one thing that it really touches on, but like, you never get, and there's like, the, at the, and people pointed this out in the very last episode, uh, a, I can't, I'm not, Cad Bane is in it. Sorry. Cad Bane is in the very last episode. Sorry, Barbara. It Sorry. got spoiled for you. Sorry, Barbara. Blorko's in. Yes. Blorko's in. Oh, no. Blor Cad Bane. Anyway, 
he asks he asks Boba Fett. It's a blurk. Oh, yeah. He asks yeah. Boba Fett, one thing I can't understand. What's your angle? What does Boba Fett want? He asks him point blank, <laughs> the character, what do you want? Because that's the one thing that's missing from this entire series. He's sure. like, I guess he wants to take over Jabba's like criminal empire, but why? Right. You never understand that through the whole series. And then uh Boba Fett answers him, he goes, This is these are my people. This is my planet. I'm not just gonna walk away. Still, what is want. it? Like, <laughs> these aren't your people. Since when? Since when? Yeah. That's not your planet. We saw you as a little boy what on a different planet. planet. <laughs> it's like these aren't your people. The Tuscans were the closest thing, and they're fucking dead. Right? They got massacred, and the people of this town hate your guts. <laughs> they want you dead. You're, they're trying to gunning for you every minute. So that's one of those lines that you're like. That sounds good, but is meaningless. Sure. And it's just a uh, fucking bad story. It was in chat, fake account to disable autoplay, and JJO are calling him Cad Blorko now. Great. Cad Blorko. Uh, Cad Blorko. This reminds me of, uh, this is just a, a tidbit I learned recently. You know the term blood versus water? Yeah. What do you think that means? Just like based off what you've heard of that term and how you, what you mean, like blood is thicker than water? Blood is right. thicker than water, yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, your family ties are closer you're like people you share blood with. It's a it's a closer Then people tie. you share a well with? <laughs> yes, like a town. So like a town. I found out from a friend of mine that that's not the real quote. <gasps> the quote is the blood of war is thicker than the bur- the water of birth. Yeah. Meaning the people who you go through shit with like war, for example, you get a tighter bond with those people versus the people in your family. In your family. So it's the complete opposite <laughs> of what uh, blood is thicker than water means. Jack of all trades, master of none is, is a partial quote. Yeah. Same deal. Better than being a master of one is the rest of the quote. Whoa. So it means the opposite. The reason yep. that reminded me, just because I was thinking like, oh, yeah. if he's talking about this is my home, this is my plan, it's like, oh, well, maybe that was your like place you so, bonded with people or like where you made your <laughs> friends and you feel like this is my home now. Versus where you were born. So I don't know. Apparently it's a 12th century German saying. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. But I guess okay. it's just translation. Yeah, Same yeah, thing. Yeah. Trauma bonding, man. Shit's real. People yeah. go through shit. Also, in German, it's that's just one word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever that is, it's just a single. Like Scheidenfreude. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Chime. New year, new you. Hopefully a you who leaves behind things that don't serve you, like those... God dang overdraft fees that make me so mad. Urgh. When your checking account balance is running low, the last thing you need is an overdraft fee. But with Chime, an award-winning app and debit card, you can save that hard-earned cash money without paying overdraft fees. Eligible members can overdraft up to $200 on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no overdraft fees. Make your first good decision in 2022. Join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash rooster. That's chime.com slash rooster. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancor Bank or Stride Bank and a member's FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $200 by Chime. See chime.com slash spot me. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. If you've ever been on the bus or the train with someone who's taking a phone call on a speaker, you know everyone who can hear them now knows a bunch of their private business. Uh, Using the internet without ExpressVPN is basically the same thing, so don't be that person. Did you know your ISP knows every single website you visit, and then they can sell that information to ad companies and tech giants who can use that data to target you? 
Well, ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so people can't peep in on your online activity. The best part is how easy it is to use. Just fire up ExpressVPN app, click a button on any device. I've been using ExpressVPN for almost two years now. I've got it on all my devices. It's super fast, super easy. Sometimes I forget that it's even there. It runs so seamlessly in the background. Uh, secure your online activity today at expressvpn.com slash rooster. Get an extra three months of ExpressVPN free. That's expressvpn.com slash rooster. expressvpn.com slash rooster. This episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by Helix Mattress. Everybody's different. Helix knows that. That's why they have several different mattress models, so you can choose the one that's right for you. They even have a quiz that matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you in just two minutes. Don't buy a mattress made for someone else. With Helix, you know you're getting a mattress made for you. Uh, I've been getting my best night's sleep uh, lately on my Helix mattress. It's super comfy. Uh, it's got just the right of firmness I need. I took the quiz myself, so I know it's the perfect mattress for me. It's not too hard, not too soft. I'm like Goldilocks. It's got to be just right. Uh, never go to a mattress store again. Helix ships your perfect mattress right to your door for free. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2021 by both GQ and Wired. Has been recommended by leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine. Uh, so just head over to helixsleep.com rooster. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com rooster. Speaking of uh, unrealized sci-fi scripts, uh, I watched a Netflix series over the weekend uh, that the trailer seemed really cool. It was uh, it's a Korean series called The Silent Sea. Okay, mm -hmm. and then like I started watching it and I was like, I don't think they knew they were going to start filming the next day. It's like it seems like they did a first pass on the script, and no one was like, Hey, let's do a rewrite or let's punch this up. Because it's just like, oh, there's just stuff that's missing in this show. It's like it's oh, no. it's like really tense. It's like the whole story is like the Earth is dying, right? Like the all the water on the Earth is is disappeared. There's water okay. rationing, and um, these eight people have to go to this moon base because like the researchers there all passed away mysteriously five years ago, and they need to go up and recover some mysterious research from this station. It sounds like all creepy and sci-fi horror-ish, yeah. but it's like so slow. Like you watch them like Ugh. crash land on the moon and it's like, we're going to run out of oxygen. We need to hurry to the space station. And it was like the longest seven minutes of my life. Oh I was my like, God. Uh, why is this dragging? This should be super tense. Uh, it's like eight episodes long, but we're in that phase now where it's like, well, I've got nothing yeah, else how, to watch. How many, yeah, <laughs> how, many, how, how many deep are you at this point? Yeah, yeah. like I'm going to watch three episodes of The Silent Sea tonight and Gosh. finish it off. Ah, sunk cost fallacy. Well, I'm already in this deep. <laughs> yeah. I gotta keep going, I, I guess. I just need to see what happens just so I know whether, like... But see, I also hate watch stuff a lot. That like, was I'll, like me in Fifty Shades of Grey. Did you... <laughs> reading it or watching it? Both. Both. Uh, but. Wait. Well, because I, I was like, well, I gotta see what the fuss of the first book was about. And then I was like, well, now I need to know what happens. Because I'm already in... <laughs> Of course. In the story. I, and then I, I was like, how did they interpret the books and the movies? I have to watch. I, I have to, and, then no, like, I, and then I need to get any of the spellings right for my out. tattoos that I'm getting. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. My own fan fiction. Um, that I'm I was on a show where yes. we like shipped, thank you. We shipped things across the country. It's easy to guess if you look up my MDV. But one of the shippers. The biggest humble brag ever. Put. <laughs> look up on, if, you, if you look up my MDV, IMDb. It's my job. It's what I do for a living. It's my job. Look hey, your IMDb. it's not very good. My star meter is like half I'm going to edit it. I've got IMDb Anyway, uh, was stuck in a truck with one of the shippers, and they bought the audiobook of Fifty Shades of Grey. Excellent. And would play it any time that the cameras weren't rolling. Okay. And so was just subjected. And like so 
through all of the most beautiful parts of Utah, like the the grand, like the big plateaus and like the very like astute rock formations, just all of Fifty Shades of Grey. So I'm just traumatized. Anytime I think Kristen about Utah, Gray's I'm just like... jawline. Yeah. yeah. As he thrust his member. Yeah. Like, it's like oh. a right... But, then a, lot of, but a, lot of, a lot of Fifty Shades of Grey is emails back and forth between the two of them for like a couple chapters. And so it's like, subject, about last night. Re, about last night. Signed, Christian. Like, it's just like... And so... But it, it, <laughs> between the bad writing and then there's just the graphic sex and then just looking out the window and being like... That's the most gorgeous desert I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he ripped off her panties. Yeah. And <laughs> Just as you're seeing like pastoral beauty. Um, <laughs> I have seen Fifty Shades of Grey probably a hundred times. Oh, right. Oh. I, I guess I, for, through Master Pancake, had like, to watch it a bunch to make fun of. During this time. This is your time of year, isn't it? Oh, boy. Uh, it's so yeah, funny. You start to like... When you see a movie, when you watch a movie that much, uh, you just start to latch. There is a little bit of Stockholm syndrome that like takes uh, sure ha- that like takes hold because you do start to. I think that's a plot point in Fifty Shades. And of Grey. Actually, exactly, uh, I think that's actually might be the old, the it whole plot, plot point. point. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's very, it's really fascinating how you you will find things to both like about it and latch onto, and then start noticing things that you never noticed before, and. Because, you know, having seen the first, you know, the, the, the movie went just out of curiosity, went to like read some of the book and find some like cho- the, the choicest like cuts. And it is some of the most dog shit writing I have ever. <laughs> like, I mean, right. my God, it's yeah. bad. I it's mean, bad. it's it's it was, like it was originally a, a Twilight Twilight fan fanfic. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, it, it was like to the point where I was reading, I was like, this is the most successful Andy Kaufman-esque prank that has ever been played Absolutely. on humanity. Like I'm reading, I'm like, you're you're joking, right? Like seriously, this this is the book. Oh, this is the book that made like you know, hundred hundred Some, someone's a millionaire now. Yeah, exactly. Someone's living on an island right now because of this. I'm just saying, market stuff to middle-aged women, and you got a gold mine. Also, very fun fact: while that movie was in the theaters. Uh, and you know we were for this is back in the before times when we were performing uh, in in theaters mm-hmm. and, and showing the movie. Um, when Fifty Shades of Grey was in the movie was in the theaters, my friends who worked in the movie theaters worked at the Alamo Draft House said that without question, by far the absolute worst audiences. <laughs> I mean, just an s- audience full of Karens. It's sec- just Karens, as far as the eye can see. One hundred percent. And Barbara. Emmy. Se- and and Barbara. Yeah. Second, like they, they couldn't even name a second. Like we were like. So what's like the second worst movie like in terms of audiences like there is none this is the one like, there's like we, it's, it's the it, top five it's, it, it's it's it is it is the top five like uh, p- people like bringing their own booze in breaking shit like getting sloppy at, like Ew, I mean, really sloppy <laughs> ass- i thought you were just gonna say like people who were just rude or whatever all like- of the above it's all of the above people bringing in like breaking shit getting in fights getting sloppy drunk at like 2 30 on a hell Wednesday yeah for those shops. just like Awful audiences. Back re-release, to re-release the uh, the director's cut of Fifty Shades of Grey. I want to yeah. see this. I want, I want the Snyder cut. Yeah, I want the Snyder yeah, cut. Exactly, and just go see like like <laughs> weird like <laughs> Snyder cut. I just want Snyder to do anything with any movie. <laughs> the Snyder cut of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, what a great! There's experiment. a circumcision joke in here somewhere that I'm <laughs> absolutely not, I'm Spe- not finding. Speaking of the draft house, did you all see that the Rest original draft house location got demolished? No, was it last week. Yeah, yeah. They they tore down that whole block. The Colorado. There. Yeah, uh, like fourth, fourth in Colorado. Oh, the like, one that's downtown. Yeah, yeah. Not the not, not the Ritz. The Ritz, there, but one the before old the location. Ritz. They, it was like it was like a bottle service Copy. spot. Yeah, they. Uh, um, I guess they're building a, a tower there. They <laughs> tore down the whole block. I got 
I got to meet Tim League one time, and he's one of those people, like, if you know, he runs all of the Alamo Draft House, and a hero of mine since a very early age. I got to meet him once through Owen Edgerton, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bloodfest, as we know. Yeah, the um, guy who uh, wrote and directed Bloodfest. Yeah, and so I was working on Owen's first movie, and Tim was on set, and I was like, I don't, I'm going to geek out, I'm going to geek out, I want to meet Tim. And when I was 19, I had gotten tickets to the last night of the Alamo. It was the last night that they were showing movies at that location. Nice. And they gave you like a wrench oh, yep. to like pull up your seats. So I have two Alamo seats, which that's a humble brag. I'll take that as a humble brag. Yeah. But <laughs> I walk up to Tim and I'm like, hey man, great to meet you. I got real drunk when I was underage one time at your restaurant and had a great time. And he was like, I like how that's what you the, oh, I just panicked. I panic <laughs> over like, I geek out over like bizarre celebrities. And this is one of those times where it's like, Tim Leake just geeked all the way out. And I was like, I got really drunk at your restaurant. And he, the only thing Tim Leake has ever said to me is, why would you say that to me? <laughs> yeah. And I just yeah. went, I got to get back to work. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, because uh, now he's like, am I liable right, for this? Right. He's, he's telling that story now. Right. He, he's telling it to somebody else being like, don't. This is how not to do this. Uh, it is It is so funny how, like, I, I really feel like most of life is just blowing it. Most oh, of uh, life, most of life is just blowing it. It's just, just like having like here's my, here's my moment. Here's my like chance to meet my heroes, say hi, say my piece, say thank you, and instead you fucking blow. You yeah. just like and it just I, I just think that's so funny. And that, but that's like not what, just like meeting heroes. I think that was most things. What, it's just like blowing. Yeah, it. What would general. you say is like the weirdest geek out? What's your weirdest geek out? Like a celebrity, you're like, oops. Like that person's not necessarily famous famous, but they're famous enough, and now I feel I weirdly handled this. I, I got real awkward around. So, like, I, I'm very lucky to get to go to conventions and meet other guests that yeah, are there. Sure. Which Some of which I'm like, you are way too famous to be talking to me right now mm-hmm. in the same room as me. I don't know what's going on here. Um, some really lovely people, some people who are not as lovely. Um, sure. won't name any names. But there is a cosplayer named Allison Tabitha who you've probably seen on the front page of Reddit many times. Okay. She is the most phenomenal cosplayer. She literally transforms herself into these characters by ways of costuming and makeup and just everything that she does. And so I've been following her for like years and she was at a convention, just at a booth that I was at and she had a line the whole time. And I remember saying to my convention agent, like I would love to meet her at some point. And during lunch, he grabbed me. He's like, Oh, she, she's actually available if you want to go say hi. And I was like, yeah and i was that awkward fan around her where she was like at her booth and she's like hi and i'm like hi i i, I love your stuff you're so good uh can i like get a photo with you and yeah. she's like of course and in the picture she's like she has her arms around me and i'm just standing there like <laughs> super stiff just like oh god and i was like oh my god that's the most nervous i've ever been meeting someone by far yeah and, um, but yeah, it and it's so funny because you have experience of being on the other end of right. that, and it's just like doesn't how change all, anything. How all of that just disappears, oh, just 100%. out of your brain the which, second you meet somebody. Yeah, which is why, like, whenever we do RTX or conventions like that, and like you know, you guys watching right now, you say like you're nervous to meet us. It's like we we get nervous meeting other people too. Like, sure, uh, yeah. We are not any different. We're just humans, all of us. Um, so yeah, just just know that we're I, I, a bunch of nerds as well. I remember once I was at San Diego Comic Con, and. Uh, <laughs> I was uh we were I was with Jeff and we were outside the convention center walking across the street you know that street right outside across the convention center mm-hmm. where the train goes and everything yeah. we're gonna cross thing we're gonna get lunch or something and uh, we're walking across there and it's, you know it's, it's Comic Con so there's tons of people walking yeah. you know like the light changes everyone's walking we get like halfway through the street and Jeff just stops in his tracks and goes. 
that's Andre 3000. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then like, Andre 3000 is like walking right, us, right at us, like walking past us, going to the convention center. And Jeff just like can't move. He's like, oh my God, it's Andre 3000. He's walking right at us. Jeff didn't say anything. He just locked up. Andre 3000 walked right past us. And then when he couldn't see us anymore, Jeff was like, oh my God, can you believe it? I was like, you didn't want to say hello? He's like, no, no, no. And we just kept walking. Holy shit. But it was funny to oh. see, like, you think of Jeff as being so aloof yeah, unflappable but just uh, just frozen just frozen he, he, in terror he just couldn't even like walk yeah he was just like stuck i like oh out of all all the different celebrities that it could have been it's andre 3000 that he geeks out over so funny. great oh my god what about you guys ever been starstruck i i had a conversation with someone recently about this very thing because they they were talking about how um they were around a certain person that they were intimidated by and like mm. for the mo and I was like thinking about this I was like it's been a long time and maybe this is something that comes with age but it has been a very long time since I've been intimidated around somebody or just like the very like presence of someone is intimidating mm -hmm. like it's a very foreign yeah. concept at this point because I think the older you get perhaps like the more you realize just like yeah we're all like getting sick and shitting and being and like doing embarrassing things on our life just, a just human. people just, right. just yeah. we're just fucking people we're all fallible we all do the dumbest shit on earth and so like that sorts to that gets easier as you get older so i was trying to like think of like the moments that i have been like starstruck and mostly it's just like i don't know what to say because sure. it's just like it's like here's the thing that you, it, 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 it's not so much star trek because it's like I don't know what to say to you that won't you haven't heard a million times before. Exactly. So what does it matter? But also at the same time as like someone who is like, you know, people have been like, hey, man, like I saw that show that was really, really funny. They were so great. I just like, I don't know. Just being thanked is yeah. enough. It feels, it's nice. it feels, it feels nice. Yeah. It feels good to what be say, like, I, I'm a fan of your work. Fan of your work. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. And that's great. It's all that's you great. need. I don't think that. Yeah. I think that no matter what level of success you're at, that never gets old. Never. No. You never gets hold hearing somebody be like, "Hey, you're you're a meaningful person that exists in the universe." Thank you. And I, that's and that's real. I think that is the goal of that. It's like because you in your mind think, "Oh, what could I say to this person that won't won't be trite or they haven't heard a million times before?" And in it's one like, ear out the other kind of thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. When it's just like, you know, if you if you truly mean this and want to thank someone for their impact on your life, you also don't need to leave an impact on theirs. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're just like, just you can just thank, thank somebody. You for work. Hey, love your movies. Fantastic. I, Made me so happy. I finally Great. learned yeah. that when we were still we were still at the Congress office, um, yeah. um, you know, downtown. And our office used to be right next to the hideout. And one morning I got there to work and I went into the hideout, got coffee, came out of the hideout, and Walton Goggins was standing there. <gasps> Who's Hell yes. yes. Uh, it's an actor. Uh, he was you watching, watching uh, Gemstones? No. Okay. And uh, he was like standing there with a cup but of no. coffee. I assume they, they were filming Predators at the time. So I assume he was waiting for like his ride to take him to set or something. Got it. I was like, oh, my God, it's Walton Goggins. I walked right by him, walked up to our office, and, you know, like, Bernie was sitting there. I was like, Walton Goggins is standing outside right now. He's right on the street. And Bernie was like, did you say anything to him? I was like, no, I don't want to bother him. Like, you know, he's, he's Walton Goggins, right? Yeah, that's him. It's like, uh, it's like, like I, I, I fucking love him. I loved him in The Shield at the time, and, you know, a huge fan of his work. And Bernie was like, why don't you say something to him? I was like, like I don't want to bother him. He's like, no one's bothered if you just say, like, hey, I really Thank enjoy you. your work. Thank you. I think you do a good job. <laughs> when, and I was like, has, oh, yeah. When has anybody gotten annoyed at being thanked? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, fuck you. And <laughs> this is the guy? That's yeah. 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 And, gotcha. if, and if you encounter a person truly that, like, is upset or, like, bothered by your thanks, that is, I've, like, 
right. A, a, a cold reflection on a very sad soul. Um, unless you're like breaking somebody's eyeline during a take, during like, a perform, like on right. camera. Like, like I'm trying to catch a cab or I'm, I, I'm sorry, I'm going into the bathroom. Could right. you maybe not yeah. like in, we, the, in the bathroom? I would <laughs> right. say it would be like, like maybe not a locations. Oh, you can see that I'm running to make a flight. Maybe don't stop me and like do this. I don't like, know if you could send it to them. Okay, I'll send it. Uh, I, got, I found the but, picture of me with this. Cosplay. Oh, you did? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, but like there, yeah, exactly. They're like, you know, unless it's clearly like I'm on my way to be somewhere or if like it's like yeah there's wait so you're not bothering them I think per se. people be very what's the word not like passive about it but just like really trying to brush you off it's happened to me twice once with, with Christopher Lloyd uh and the other one was <laughs> was JVN so yeah let's look at that yeah this is the photo of me and Alice and Tabitha the wonderful beautiful cosplayer <laughs> I look like you said your arms are really just I like so awkward straight down thank uh, you for what you do I don't know if it's on the feed or anything. Oh, you're my favorite. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't know what to say other sure. than just like, you're amazing. Oh, my God. I've been following you for years. I'm uh, sure she awesome. appreciated that. Well, now, like, she follows me on, on Instagram and stuff like that. And she there sent is. me some very nice messages and stuff like that. And you're right. Once I, uh, like, the name didn't click. But once I looked up, I was like, right. oh, I've seen her a million, a million times, times yeah. on Reddit. You've yeah. probably seen, like, her Jack Sparrow cosplay. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Um, oh, that one I think yep. was pretty big. She's done like some really amazing uh, like Wonder Woman cosplays too because she makes herself look just like Gal Gadot, which is incredible. But yeah, she's phenomenally talented. It it is really insane. With, like the, the the people who are really expert cosplayers are just like when they use makeup to trans like not just like oh I'm like in the same costume as someone, but no like the same face. I I want to take his with, face with off. With, <laughs> with makeup can become like look almost exactly like this other person it's that's insane. like truly and in, truly insane stuff but then also makes you like appreciate it's like oh even the people that i think i know what they look like don't really look like that right like, it's like even the people that There's i so think much, I, so it's it's painting a face yeah for sure you are painting a face it is a but canvas speaking of meeting people rtx coming back in person come back this summer can be awkward <laughs> Come join us. Come if, you're, if you're watching this live right now, I think today is the last day for early bird pricing. <gasps> yeah. Yes, rtxevent.com. There's a QR uh, code. Oh, there's a QR code. <laughs> QR code. You can you can scan this one. Screen. It's fine. Uh, it's safe. We promise. Uh, yeah, you know what it's about. It's not just some random QR code. It's RTX. Uh, yeah, today's the last day for early bird pricing. Prices are about to go up, so uh, lock it in. Get it while you can. Uh, we'll all be there. It's going to be so great. I saw all the photos from the Face Jam <laughs> event in Chicago Those on Friday. Blast. I was like, man, I miss that. Yeah. I miss yeah, like having too. an actual live event yeah. in front of people and like feeling that energy. Like, I don't know, like you do stuff and you see like views online or you get comments. Like, it's different when it's an actual like meet person. <laughs> I feel like it's going to breathe new life into us yeah because i think not having those events and being able to like see our community in person hmm. i think has also been like a huge downer these last two years yeah and it's just like i don't know it's nice to see the people that you make stuff for yeah and actually get to talk to yeah. them and, and meet them i'm gonna have a cardboard cutout of myself there that you can go and, and i'm gonna be standing like this you can, so come, you can come up and like yeah exactly do as you please <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah you could look like the confident one with andrew being <laughs> just, awkward yeah exactly i'm gonna be like ew Precisely. Yeah. No, yeah. it'll be exciting. I'm. I'm. I'm excited. Uh, what, when does what day does it fall this year? The uh, first to the third of July. Mm, of July. Of July. I remember that. Mm -hmm. And then um, you can cut loose in uh, Austin, Texas. Have a nice Fourth of July. Yeah, fourth hang of out. July. Have a nice uh, a sweet tea and uh, pop some fireworks. More importantly, my birthday on that Saturday. 
What's your birthday? July second. Uh-huh. So it's oh, right, right in the middle of RTX. So we're throwing you a big party. I mean, if any, if anything, RTX. if you don't want to come for RTX, Bar- just come, come to, to Barbara's birthday party. party. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's a full-on rave. It was always funny when when Bethany was here, mm-hmm. who used to be the head of our events team. Um, her birthday was the first. And so whenever RTX was around that time, it was just like, it's our birthday weekend. (laughs) (laughs) With the most work ever. Get ready to do a bunch of work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I Uh, liked it because then you got to celebrate your birthday with like a bunch of awesome people. people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Speaking of small town Texas, um, you know, I've been pursuing getting my pilot license for a few months now. Mm -hmm. And I'm finally at the point where uh, I started doing what they call cross-country flights. Okay. Where it's like where you, you fly... To an airport more than fifty miles away, and you land there. So, uh, are you uh, allowed to take people yet? No, no, no passengers. So I went to Kerrville uh, a few days ago. Dude, mm. Kerrville slaps. Kerrville, I, you, I, the airport you, was cool. Dude, <laughs> I can tell you that. We did like a little like weekend trip out to Kerrville. It's a I, it's a hidden gem in the hill country. I've never been because it's kind of a pain in the ass to get to from Austin. Yeah, yeah it's so Texas. Got to go through uh, Fredericksburg and go out like ten to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like you get in the plane, it's like oh, you're there in forty minutes, right? Because uh, you just like go straight. Yeah, landed in Kerrville, and uh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get out of the plane. Like I normally never get out. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna park the plane and I'm gonna get out and pee. Whoa, <laughs> perfect. So like I park the plane, go out, and I'm walking over to like the the building where like they call it the FBL. I'm walking over to the building to like where the bathrooms are. And like I stop and I look and there's like another plane parked there that all three tires are flat, <gasps> which seems like the ultimate insult to a pl- to a vehicle that flies. Yeah. Right? It's like, no, you can't do that because your ground, <laughs> yeah, like, the things you touch the ground with are all flat. <laughs> it's like, it's so sad to see. Right. It's like, oh, this is something that could fly right but it can't because it's got yeah. flat tires it's like a bird with a broken foot yeah. Right. Yeah. come on yep. i thought you were gonna say outside that plane walton goggins i took a picture with him it was yeah. great yeah i uh i flew this weekend um i was out of town and i flew back home and i was getting some snacks for myself before the flight mm-hmm. and i found that they had pickles as a snack, like a little snack pack of pickles okay. that's like chopped up and it's like, oh. they're like spicy. I've seen those. Yeah. They're good. Chopped I love up. pickles. Yeah. Like sliced. Halved. Sliced uh, Right. Not, not like, not like a, a relish. <laughs> not like no. That, just a shot of relish. <laughs> it's just a jar of relish. <laughs> Eating with a spoon. Like a it's psycho. It's at the airport. It's $11. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting there in those like seats that they have a lot of terminals that are like the hard plastic that's sloped down. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm eating the pickles and it's a small bag. And I was like, ugh, let me. Just get more, and I tip it to oh, get more, no. and all the pickle juice comes seeping out onto my jacket, pools into the chair that I'm sitting <laughs> oh, no. in, and I'm no. wearing jeans. Also, yep. I have a checked bag, so I don't have any clothes. No, with no. <laughs> and I'm just like get on the plane next to another human, and that guy, yes. that person's gonna know that you're pickle lady for the rest of his, that person's life. Yep. And the people across from me watch it all happen, and I'm trying to wipe it up. I don't have any napkins or paper towels. I have a receipt. From when I bought the pickles, that I'm desperately trying to soak up, with. <laughs> like a little piece of thermal a little paper. Little piece of paper that I'm trying to soak it up with, and I just like move over, and I, yeah, it's just it was a disaster. Did uh, the people like across from you volunteer aid at all, or were they just like not, were they, none they whatsoever? They, they just, just like watching. sat there and just. Well, they were. Everyone has masks on, so all I see is just like. Just the, just eyes looking at me, and they're like doing their thing. And I was oh like, my god, <laughs> god, because that's like. That is a high octane smell. Like that is, I mean, yeah, it's not you know, what, yeah, like it's, vinegar. It's pure vinegar right. and like pickle brine. I mm. mean, like in terms of liquids you could spill on yourself, it's like well, pickle juice, 
tuna turpentine. Pack. It's like t- yeah, mm-hmm. the bottom of a tuna, tuna pack. water. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Almost like- as bad as when a, a woman kicked a full Bloody Mary onto me on one plane. <laughs> I had it on my table and she was moving past me and she kicked it and it all spilled into my lap. And this was a God. flight from London to Austin. Oh. And this happened an hour into the flight. Oh, maybe? five hours with a wet Bloody Mary lap. Wet lap. And that- she she just Ugh. went oh. Let me get someone. And I was like, how about, like, sorry. That maybe. maybe step one. Oh, maybe. my God, I'm so sorry. I, that, like, I don't know what it is in some people's brains where it's just, like, my instinct is to apologize. Right. If I, I'm, like, it's, existing. It's, existing means I'm apologizing. Exactly. Like, my presence seems like I'm, like, uh, yeah. I'm an imposition. I wake up me. every day, and the first words out of my mouth are usually, sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Someone bumps some, into me, I yeah, say sorry. Right. With some people, it's, like, the action is not their fault. It's not their doing. It's something that happened right. while they were there. Like, oh, that glass fell over. <laughs> not I knocked that glass over. And if they say sorry, they admit. I love being a right. person who doesn't understand object permanence or causality. <laughs> but, th- but there's some uh. languages that like feature that as like a like how you present mm. when things break. Like I think in Spanish. Yeah, it broke. Oh. Yeah, it broke. It broke. Like it's like it's very much like I yeah. like you don't hit the vase. It's like the vase broke on itself. Yeah, it broke. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So Interesting. Ah, uh, Vlasic Barb, not my joke. That's right. It was oh. my joke. It was your joke. <laughs> ah, There's actually gotcha. two people who made that joke, the Vlasic one. Uh, and then many people made that, looks like you're in a pickle now. And I went, no, I am the pickle now. Because I was covered in pickle. Yeah. 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 You, know, yeah. you brined yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um, yeah, that's awful. Uh, I, I, the worst I've had, I had a bunch of water spilled on me on a flight, but it's like, all right, water. That's inconvenient. That sucks, but it doesn't stink, and it's what? not sticky. Wait, did I tell the story on the show before? I spilled corn on a cop once. Did I tell you this? You spilled corn. I, was I thought you said you spilled corn on a cob. No, but cop. you said you spilled on a, corn on a, pol- on a, on a police. Yeah. When you say spilled corn, I'm guessing it was like <laughs> kern- already kerneled? It was kerneled corn. So I worked at like a, a little redneck restaurant, and like three cops came in Country one day. Country barrel? Uh, it was a cracker like, barrel? Like a cracker barrel, only like uh, more red, like more in the backwoods. Um, and like was serving, I was like 14. I had gotten like written permission from my principal to have a job. And then like was serving these like three police officers and one of them ordered kerneled corn and I just like, and like she was in uniform and like they, like the other two cops thought it was very funny and tipped very nicely uh, for some reason. Because they didn't like her. Because probably like, <laughs> probably. and then I got no, she didn't tip, obviously I wouldn't have either, but. Uh, it burned. It keeps you up at night. Burned into my retinas. I'd still think about it. The I mean, moment slowly the, playing in yeah, your brain over and over again. again. Just Individual the cor- the kernels falling. glistening just, in the yeah. light. <laughs> just back and forth. It just keeps replaying and rewinding and replaying and rewinding. Just. Do you think that they still think about that moment? Uh, hey, remember maybe. that time that kids spilled, spilled corn, corn on you? Remember he cor- when he corned you? It's been twenty <laughs> years. I still think about it all the time. So. Yep. Other officers wouldn't let me live it down. Had to quit the force. Got a meth <laughs> habit. <laughs> Guess you could say my life died, my life ended that day that corn spilled on me. <laughs> you know, they, it's, it's like, like the old saying. This butterfly effect ruined yeah. their life. Yeah. It's like the old saying, corn is thicker than water. Right. I mean, we, all, right. we all really know we that. We all misinterpreted. Yeah. 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 People think it means one thing. It doesn't. No. God. I'm trying to think. Speaking of flights, liquids, and London, I think I might have told this story on this all podcast right. before. Uh, Very specific. The 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 uh, three I guess three years ago when there was RTX London, uh, I flew over there and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna treat myself. I'm gonna upgrade to business class. Hell yeah, dude. Which is honestly, even though even though uh, it was uh, initially uncomfortable because of what I'm about to say, uh, man, was that worth the money? Man, was it worth the money to upgrade to a nice business class seat? But 
Um, Little trick, if you upgrade the day of, it's usually cheaper than buying it straight out. Straight out, yeah. yeah. Um, pro tip. Pro tip. Uh, that's, these are flight tips, Barbara. Uh, I, uh, I, so the, the, I was, the overhead bin was leaking <laughs> and it was just, oh. it was dropping oh. water onto me and my seat and they couldn't figure out where it was coming from. No. And that's one of those that's things concerning. where, that's exactly where you're like, water coming from nowhere on a plane. Inside. Ins not good. Not great. No. Like. It's like, huh, a boat may be more concerning, but also still not ideal on right. a plane either. And to open up the overhead bin, like a centimeter of water, like, oh. like a quarter of an inch of water. A quarter of an inch? Inside. That's like a, fl that's a flood. That's yeah. Like, From that's enough. where? They could never figure it out. They put maybe a bunch someone's of water bottle. Like no, this was like coming from like maybe like a condensation line or yeah. something, oh. like maybe from the air conditioner, uh, one of the air conditioners, uh. something like that. They ended up putting up a bunch of like towels and blankets oh. up there and soaking it up. So it eventually stopped. But the mystery of where that water was coming from and like I feel like it, it'd be like I don't want to be on this plane flying in the sky. Bit, <laughs> a little bit. So speaking of passive people who take no responsibility. <laughs> I had this exact same thing happen to me, Andrew, where it's like I was sitting and there was just water dripping on me. And the flight attendant comes by and asks, does anyone have a water bottle up in the overhead compartment? Nobody answers, like ignoring her. And I'm, I'm, meanwhile, like I'm, I'm getting soaked. So I talked about getting water on me. I'm getting water all over me. I, I have to stand up. The flight attendant's like, does anybody have a water bottle up there? Nope. And there's, like you said, a quarter inch water in the overhead bin. So flight attendant starts pulling bags out to try to like, put uh, blankets down to sop up the water. She pulls one bag out and there's a water bottle with the top off ah! and all the water has come out. And she goes, whose bag is this? And some guy goes, oh, that's mine. And she goes, did you have this water? Is this your water bottle? Did it have water in it? He goes, yeah. And she goes, it spilled everywhere. He goes, oh, okay. Again, no, did, sorry. Yeah, it's like, I am covered in the fucking water from your water <laughs> um, bottle, asshole. No, uh, yeah, Bucking, yeah, that's mine. Uh, gas chamber, no trial. <laughs> <laughs> just straight, straight, straight to the gallows. Yeah, get that person. So uh, you're dead now. Dead. Like, I saw her stand right next to you and ask, "Does anyone have a water bottle no. up there?" <laughs> just out oh, of the plane. It's like, hey, could you let me know when we're at thirty-five thousand feet? Because uh, this person's going to take a, a first-class uh, ticket out of the door. I'm, I'm sending this person into the ocean. Jeez. Insane. That is insane. I, it's always so wild to me because I, I don't know if maybe I'm more like just too socially aware and too like what's the word um like not wanting to get in anyone's way ever sure. always wanting to like just not be an inconvenience to anyone ever but there are some things people do where it's just like they don't get they don't care yeah like not their problem not their problem oh that that happened oh whatever like we were at a event this weekend me and trevor mm -hmm. and people had like their coats in certain places and like put bags down on chairs and the chair next to us, there was a phone that had an alarm going off. It wasn't a, a sound alarm. It was a vibration alarm. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. But it was going, <clears throat> did not stop for an hour and a half. And we kept looking around to be like, whose code is this? Like, yeah. It wasn't so loud that everyone would hear it. But because we were right next to it, that's right. all we could hear for the entire time. And I just wanted to be like, who set an <laughs> for alarm? an hour and a half. Who set an alarm? at this event and just put it in their coat and left it somewhere. And it's just like, man, I, I would check to make sure I didn't have anything on my phone that was going to go off or anything like that. But people were just like, oh, whatever, just not my problem. Real villain origin story shit. Just like, <laughs> well, this is when I snap. This is how I lose this my is, mind. Yeah, this is it. For me, for me, those moments are really like, 
I, I, I don't know why. And this is some, some like old man gripey shit. But seriously, I do not you, know from why. you? No. No. Uh, I do not know why leaf blowers have to be used by people at 7 a.m. Yeah. No matter where you live in this world. No, that's prime leaf time. Prime leaf time must be at 7 a.m. right outside my window specifically. Sure. Like, that's where we all meet. We all meet with your yeah, leaf blower. Yeah. yeah, just compare compare uh, different things. But yeah, uh, similar thing like with like car alarm, like car alarms going off. Uh. It's just like eh, 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 for like an hour one time, and they're just like, oh, came out. I'm sorry, I was like listening to something on my headphones. A neighbor came out and like turned his like I'm, alarm. I haven't off. heard like, a good okay. car alarm in a long while. I'm overdue for like a, a long car alarm annoyance. It'll probably happen yep. this week. Definitely yep. this week. Did, did, yep. So, I would just leaf die blowers. inside. Have yes. you heard oh, how bad they are for the environment? Well, leaf blowers terrible. are. Yeah, as long as they're the gas-powered ones. Yeah. The electric ones still uh, suck. Hi- hydrocarbon emissions from a half hour of yard work with a two-stroke leaf blower are about the same as a three thousand nine hundred mile drive from Texas to Alaska in a Ford F one fifty Raptor. Oh my god! So no, you, like, you, this, you, you this could. You could drive a truck from here to Alaska, and that would be the same as running a two-stroke leaf blower for 30 minutes. But that's, that's just a two-stroke engine in Period. the same. Yeah. Right. Like, two-stroke engines just suck. Like, yeah. But that's, like, the most common application nowadays. Sure. Uh, what are weed eaters as well? And yeah. it's yeah. all to blow leaves away from places It's all outside? to move leaves from it's, one place to another. It's, right. it's all just to, like, control nature. Like, you, it's just, like... We're shitting on nature while we're trying to control it. Like, I want these leaves over there, and everybody else sucks. Uh, the, this fact, that that fact is all the more maddening when you actually, like, I remember, uh, like, a couple of years ago, I was living in an apartment, and, or I guess this is more than a couple now, I was living in an apartment, and it was a windy day, and, like, the landscape people were out there blowing leaves, <laughs> only for it to be blown <laughs> right back. back. Yeah. Like it was the most Sisyphusian task I've ever witnessed in person, oh. and they just still felt the need. Like just that kind of pollution, whilst not accomplishing anything, it's just like Do you I'm, think these people don't realize I, that they're causing that pollution? Like they, because uh, honestly, up until I mean, now, like, I didn't realize that they were that bad. As terrible. one who leaf blows, I feel like you're a little like it, it is what it is. Yeah, I feel like it's more on the corporation to be like, hey, maybe we should be a little more considerate because people are going to leaf blow. It's so it's, you get the electric ones. You could, but then it's like, yeah, I, I blame the corporation. <laughs> um, so I not quite know. related. You said windy day, and it made me think about another. This is it. I'm going to bitch about something else. <laughs> pivot, so, a hard pivot to bitch about something yeah. else. Someone in a one block radius of my house has a wind chime, and I want to murder them. What? What are oh, we talking? Yeah. We're talking like big tubes. I don't know. Talk All about, I know is, is when it gets windy, I hear a wind chime, and I can't what? see it, and I want to burn something like, down. I feel like wind chimes aren't... <laughs> like, if it's really I need, windy. I need some more detail on the What's type the of point? chime. All wind chimes. Not all wind chimes. There's no such thing as a good wind chime. Oh, the wind's blowing, and that thing makes noise. What I like is when it's a drifty wind, and you just hear the... Uh, here's and it's like nice and relaxing and it's like not constant. Sure. Yeah. Windy but more days. of a, a, we, a simple one of We've had a couple of blustery days lately, which sort of made me have. really hate this wind chime. And I can't fucking find it. If you <laughs> and it's find, driving me what are you crazy. gonna do if you find it? Steal it. Bullshit. And throw it away. Bullshit. Come on the show and bring the well, wind chime when you find it. Instead of stealing steal it, it, you should just put a rubber band I was going to say, yeah. say, get a bunch of socks and like bend them. Or a real wind chime silencer, just yeah. put individual socks on each tube and like rubber band them. Yeah. Oh yep. my God. I feel like I, the, the big wind chimes are fine. Like 
the really expensive, like four foot. It has gets, you got a good push on them to like make. Have you ever heard the bamboo ones? The ones yeah. that are more like. Those are nice because it's not like that high pitch. Yeah, like, these are the small high pitch metal oh, ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the small ones are. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. The like especially especially if you do live in an apartment and God help you if you live in an apartment and have like wind chimes on your fucking balcony. It's like everyone can hear those, and if even one person doesn't like them, that's already too many. Because I'm with you, Gus. Fuck wind chimes forever. Yes. I never. <laughs> I don't get them. I never like. I they 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 tick a very specific part of my brain that again is like I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to like. It it is a very it's 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 as much like I'm not really a big fan of like the sound of them as much as it also is. If even one person, if this is even annoying one person within a block radius of me, I would be mortified. If like I got a note on my door that said, "Hey, your wind chimes, hey buddy, cut it out," I would be like, "Oh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Can I bake you a cake? I'm so sorry." Yeah. I wanna, like, oh, dude, I I literally uh, I put up a wind chime maybe a few years ago, thinking like, "Oh, this will be nice," and then it was windy in afternoon. And the whole time I was thinking, this is loud, this is loud. Oh my God, people are going to get really mad about this. And I went outside and I immediately took it down. Because I was thinking about what everyone right. else was going to be thinking. And I wanted to be courteous to my neighbors and the people who live next to me that might be bothered common, by common it. Common decency. Yeah. It's funny. We're all the same kind of person, yeah. aren't we? That being said, I do like a good wind chime on a nice, calm day. Right. But, the, but, but if you're, be, have it at a house or a place that's far enough away from other people. Sure, on some acreage. Yeah. Wind chimes on a, a an acre into a three acre plot. There you go. Sure, and and make sure they're with like the kind of like medium to big size right. ones, so you yeah. get some nice like <laughs> some like medium tones. I like wind like... chimes with some caveats. <laughs> right, exactly. I've got, I like wind chimes asterisk. Yeah. Like there's like also some... it takes a little more wind to move those as yeah. opposed to like any tiny little breeze. Right. right, exactly. It's like no, I don't no please I don't I don't want the cat on a Glockenspiel. No, like, I don't want yeah, I don't want I don't want I don't want the dream sequence initiation <laughs> of yeah. <laughs> Just sorry, I just thought of uh, School of Rock when he goes chimes. Uh, anyway, we a, per got, a perfect movie. A perfect we, movie. We Flaws. had a bunch of we had a bunch of wind chimes for a video we did a few years ago. It was the Quiet Place challenge, I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or something like that, where we bought a bunch of wind chimes and hung them around the office, and then made it pitch dark, and then we had to like op like go through an obstacle course. And we still, John and I were like cleaning through some of our old stuff from the old bungalow. And found a box, and I was like, what's in here? And I opened it, and it's just probably 30 wind chimes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have one of the people from facilities was like, what do you want to do with this? So I was like, get rid of it. Do you have an office? Immedi immediately. No. Damn. No. I, I guarantee this is the longest any group of people have been talking about wind chimes. Oh, I hear them. I nice, them, and I don't like nice, that at that's all. That's a nice chime. Yeah, that's, that's a solid, that's a three-foot chime at least. That's yeah. a three, that's a, that's a, it's like crowd, the, the wind chimes out at Krause Springs. Do you ever yes, go out to yes, Krause Springs? Exactly. Because yes. those are like five-foot chimes, right. and they're very like, Oh, it feels like you feel, like you feel very uh, uh, monastic. It feels uh, very, feels like, very zen. Feels like you're about to do some yoga. Also, somehow this wind chime, I don't know how this room is rigged, but it feels like it's in my head. It feels like I'm listening. It's like it's the magic of the chimes. Yeah, I guess. And I'm, I'm a little shocked that you don't like wind chimes. I, I feel like, well, there should be what, like an, Have you met what? this before? Well, like there should be like an aeronautic <laughs> version of wind chimes where it's like if the knot speed is at a certain point, it will chime. Uh, and then there's got to be did, like a like a did airplane you, nerd. Did you know wind, wind socks are calibrated? Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah, depending on how much of it is lifted up tells you how strong the wind is. Yeah, so like I'm saying like that, but for wind chimes. A little, a little bit of trivia for you. No, no wind chimes. <laughs> wind sock, that's what I need. No if it's one. not a propeller humming at 2200 RPM, I'm sure. 
Oh, do you but just a, like droning into the a, center you of your a, brain. So you have a propeller on your plane. You don't have like oh, a jet. No, no, God, no. You don't have a propeller. No, no, just a pro- no, propeller. You do. No, no jet. Do you have to like? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's super dangerous. Like, it is. You have to. You you learn how to do that in case you need how to do it. But they're like. But no, because it'll chop your fucking hand right. off. Right. They're like, like oh, yeah. don't ever do this. If you have to and it's an emergency, here's how you can do it, What's, but do not do it. Right. It's like, like, hey, my lawnmower, that blade's stuck. Let me go ahead and see if I can start it with my yeah. hand. <laughs> Let like, me look right fair. down the barrel of my gun yeah. as yeah. I try to fix it. Yeah. What do they recommend you do? Just start it with the key, like a, like a, sure. <laughs> like a civilized person. They may let all the air out of all three tires. Right. And, uh, yeah, Spill actually, pickle juice all over yourself. Yep. Hop in the plane. Yeah, it's like you need two people. You need to like stand in a way where if you stumble, you don't fall into the propeller. Like, there's a lot of thought that goes into like what hand you use and how you like position yourself. Like, it's a whole thing. Damn. All right, don't do it. It's not. uh, It's Uh, yeah. You don't want to end up like uh, Raiders. You know, a Raiders situation with the going into propeller. Man, that scared the fucking shit out of me when I was a kid. Like, because they they, they, they toss all the blood. Because it cuts and you just like a spray of blood. And I remember you don't you don't see any rated PG. Rated PG. God, <laughs> man, what a, what a what a golden what era. a time. What an, uh, I mean, like was there, there were uh, that was uh, before there was like a PG thirteen rating. Yeah, Temple of Doom was PG. They reach into a man's no, chest P- and pull Temple out his heart. PG thirteen. No, that's because they invented it for Temple right, of Doom. Right. They invented it for Temple of Doom. But I right. thought Temple of Doom was still PG. No, P- Temple of Doom. The second one was why they invented PG thirteen, and it's because of that scene. Whoa. Temple of Doom is PG. Get the f- yeah. They created the, because of that scene. They Whoa. created PG thirteen. Because a bunch of but parents it didn't went, exist yet. Hang on I'm a sorry. second. Yeah, this, this is not for my child. Yeah, yeah they re- they eat uh, monkey brains. Like disgusting. Right. Get that the fuck out of here. But yeah, you don't even see anything in Raiders of the Lost Ark. You just a cut and then spray of blood. But even that as a kid was enough to make me like. Yeah. Also in Raiders, like the guy gets sucked under the truck and right. run over. Like when they're fighting. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And then there's that nice like clearly a doll mannequin getting yeah. mangled under a truck. Oh, the best part about Raiders is that one shot where they didn't have uh, uh, Toph. Where it's just no, it's just yeah. a, it's a hat on a uh, on a coat. Rack. On a, it's like yeah, it's like a fucking hat on yeah. a cantaloupe yeah. stuck on a broom. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best like nobody expects you to watch this movie more than once and it's literally just somebody put a hat on a coat hanger <laughs> and it's like pulls up in a car and then the other character gets yeah. out like the, the bald nazi the, the bald nazi with the yeah it's a wide and it's, i guess he wasn't available that yeah. day it's the bald nazi that had burned his hand yeah. with the thing couldn't they put it on any anybody other else? human being no. Right. no and they didn't they did hey pa over there right. seriously over here no it's, a, it's it. a pile of clothes <laughs> um it kind of reminds me of, what's that movie? It was like a more recent one. It was some movie, American Soldier, something like that, where American someone, Sniper? someone was, yes. Oh, yeah, with the baby. Holding a fake baby. Yeah. And I'm and like, this is, you don't have the budget to get a real baby? Like, the what? baby, so the, the story with that one is the baby called in sick, and then their backup, <laughs> I know, oh. and, then, and then their backup baby also called in sick, and so then they were just like, you're just going to use a prop baby. And then they're like, don't, but like, don't oversell it. <laughs> it's but then, in my uh, wider. Who's the guy? Bradley, what's Bradley, Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper's like a, a Juilliard trained actor. And so he like made an effort to like puppet the baby. And that's why you actually see it. Like had Bradley Cooper just left that little baby arm alone, if they nobody would have been the wider. Nobody would have been like, what is that? Yeah. Towel hood part on <laughs> right. it. Like, just don't so move it around too much. Don't move the arm around. Fisher Price yeah. sticker on it. Stop it. Um. We, we did. We made a TikTok a couple weeks ago. I'm going to talk about this forever. We made a TikTok a couple weeks ago that was like a promotional one for The Legend of Vox Machina. Okay. And <laughs> in it, Chris was, was supposed to be a little boy. And we had talked about this and planned it like the week before. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It comes time. It comes day of the shoot. 
Chris shows up an hour late. Because he's still trying to find someone who would be willing to lend us their kid. He's trying to find a baby. Like, at midnight, he's calling people the night before, like, hey, can we borrow your kid tomorrow? And we're like, we like, already said Chris, no. it's you. You're going to be the kid. He shows up an hour late with, like, a severe 5 o'clock shadow and a baby doll. Like, from American Sniper, just like, a doll. And he's like, here, I brought this doll. We can use this as the kid. I'm like, we're like, Chris, it's... The child has lines. It's still you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, we can, use, we can use this doll in addition to me. We're like, what do you he mean? He wanted us what? to, to this, sell as what? if, like, the, because Gus was playing the dad character, mm. like, huh? as if he had a bunch of children. So, like, Chris was just one of the children. I'm like, if anything, this is going to make it f- feel like you're older if we have a baby yeah, we're like, and you. And he couldn't explain it. We're like, why did you bring this doll? He's like, it's so we could have it as well as the child. Like, <laughs> that doesn't make <laughs> any sense. So, I love Chris to death, but maybe no more. I, I don't know anyone who as much, like, once they get an idea in their head, they will not let it go. Will not <laughs> Let it go. And cannot be dissuaded from doing any, like, we don't need the doll. Don't bring the doll. If you bring the doll, I will burn this entire place to the right. ground. <laughs> Cut to the next day. So I brought the doll. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, there, there is also a thing where we have to keep doing it, where it's like, this is for a TikTok. <laughs> it's for a 60-second a, a filmed on a phone video. It's not like this... You know, big budget, it's not high Bradley Cooper, thing. right? Exactly. <laughs> and it's like I get it. There's some people I think. You know, we used to make more cinematic stuff here, which is some movies and some like higher budget series. But like, we're doing some lo-fi stuff now too, and that doesn't require the verisimilitude <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> it was fine. I thought it was, it was great. It was great. Honestly, it was funnier that way. <laughs> yeah, I thought it looked funny. Uh, I mean, he he was right. It was weird because. He was a little closer to camera, like he was in front of us, mm-hmm. so he obviously was a little bigger. Like sure. I wish we could have repositioned it, but just like the way the blocking works, like he had to be in front. Sure, but it's a TikTok. Like it's just <laughs> right, right, exactly. It, we're just supposed you're to tell gonna, you're gonna be fine. We're no supposed one's... to tell a dumb joke. It's <laughs> yeah. just to make a joke in thirty right. seconds. Yeah. Right. Uh, really, uh, we were just really quickly jumping back because we were talking about Jurassic Park at the beginning of this episode and. Uh, become, coming up to continuity errors. That's how, by the way, that's how good the first Jurassic Park is. Oh, that movie, a ton of errors. That movie is wall-to-wall continuity oh, errors. Yeah. It is one of the most errorful movies I've ever seen, and you don't notice because it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. It is movie magic that like makes you, that turns you into a kid again every time you watch it, and it is just wall-to-wall incons- inconsistency. It's just like, well, he, I mean, man, because that's another one we did for, for Pancake, and it's like, you really start to just like, Oh yeah, he's now holding a. He was like holding a like little white towel in this shot, and then the very next angle, it's a giant pink fluffy dish towel. Yeah. I'm just like <laughs> the door doors opening like from the wrong hinges and mm. like from shot to shot. Oh, it's great. Uh, so uh, this is this is I'll go tying back a little bit further uh, in conversations that we've had. We talked about like being starstruck by people. Mm-hmm. I've been starstruck by a location before. Like, Ooh, one of okay. my trips to Hawaii, I went to, like, the Kualoa Valley Ranch, where they film a lot of Jurassic Park. Mm. And you go out there, and they're like, look, you know, this is where they set up the camera. This is the shot. And you stand there, and you're like, oh, holy shit. This is exactly how it looked in the movie. Like, yeah. this is where, like, the, the flock of dinosaurs come running over. Here's the, the log where oh, they cool. hide behind, and, like, all the dinosaurs are jumping over. Like, like just standing, like... I saw, like, yeah, I went to the theater in 94, whenever, 95. I saw this. Like, I, this has been with me for decades. Yeah. It's like, I'm standing where they made that. It's That's like, it's, cool. yeah, it's super fucking also, cool to also see like, all that stuff. Uh, like, you know, you've been, I've been to a few sets, but like, to be in Hawaii, like, to be that, like, 
in a such different place, and then all of a sudden you just wander into a set where it's just like, oh, this is yeah, they're supposed to be dinosaurs, extra layer. yeah, yeah. And then they also some of the more recent movies, like oh, that not as that is exciting. Right. Like, that was a volcano. This is for <laughs> one of those other sets. So I was like, what? Okay, fine. Yeah, that's cool. Most of lost. Yeah. That, wow, it never occurs to me like how maybe that's something that's slipping away, and maybe it's something I don't notice as much anymore. And maybe because it's a, a fact that like so much stuff is shot on green screen and like Rap digitally altered or like backgrounds are digitally replaced or stuff like that. But it's, it's been a long time since I saw a, a new thing where I recognized what I was looking at. Oh, sure. And like a, in a place like, mm -hmm. oh, this is like two people or this is a group of people in a place that I recognize. It isn't but invented also, like, whole what are you going to do? Out, like, I feel like as a storyteller, you're not going to ever, you never want to tell people where you are unless it's very specific to the story. Sure. Or, no, it's, or it's New York or LA. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, like Fargo makes sense. You want to see like all of those places, but like, do you need to know that it's Austin? Do you need to know iconic Austin things? Probably not. And I feel like that's a lot of it. Yeah, and I, and it's, it's not so much like, I guess in my mind, it's to like kind of either date it or timestamp it or like location stamp something. I just feel like maybe the using like real place, filming things in like real locations and real backgrounds. Also like there is just something that cannot be faked about like a lived in place, sure. mm -hmm. which is like very hard to replicate yeah. digitally and with backgrounds. There's just something very, and even if you don't recognize it, it's like, Oh, people live there. I like that is something that the last show that felt like that for me was res dogs, res 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 reservation dogs. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 On Hulu. And I think a lot of it though is I grew up, within like spitting distance of where that show was shot. And so like a lot of just like, huh, there's the, like, not that I recognize any specific place, but the vibe and like what I grew up around, was very similar to what like, right. it, and so like, I would say like, that is a very specific, you can watch that show. That is a very specific part of Oklahoma that is like a 30 mile radius of Tulsa. And it's just like, oh, I remember this, this is great. And it does feel to your point, all of those sets feel very lived in. That production team, that production design team did a great job with that show. I feel like I just watched something very recently. Oh, uh, Yellow Jackets. Oh, Yellow yeah. Jackets. I heard that's really good. It is really good. I'm on, not all the way through it yet, but the production design of that show is out fucking standing. It's pretty great. They nail the stuff that takes place in the like 90s versus like it again, very lived in. Like you go into a space, you're like, oh man, this is a shithole trailer, and it's not like one. It really feels like where you're like. I don't, this isn't Did they like, find this? Right. Exactly. It's like, oh, this wasn't designed to look like a shithole trailer. This is like maybe a shithole trailer they got <laughs> and like was already kind of like this. Because like there is something to be said. And again, it's like one of those like uh, the, one of the more f wonderful subtle arts of filmmaking is getting like production designing a place to look so authentic and lived in yeah. and not like dressed. Right. Which is like its whole other thing. It, it, it's, it's funny you say that because uh, that same trip where I saw like the Jurassic Park Valley, mm -hmm. like if you cross the highway and go down just like a mile or two. That's where they filmed like Karate Kid 2, mm. which is set in Okinawa. But you go there and you're like, oh, this is the place where like the the hook comes swinging down and Daniel like dodges it. Yeah. It's like, weird. That's also right here. Like, it's like spitting distance away. Yeah. yeah, like you can see them from each other. <laughs> it's so strange. Wow. <laughs> Have you guys been to the place where they film uh, Lord of the Rings, like Hobbiton? Oh no! I'm, I've never been down there. New Zealand. That's pretty cool to see. That's that new really show cool. looks pretty good. The Amazon they had a commercial for it during the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. The Rings oh, of Power. 
Yeah, it's a yeah. show, Rings of Power. It's I all thought it was going to be a bef- movie. Before. I liked that they left it in the universe, like the same, uh, what's his name, who directed it? Um, Peter Jackson? Yeah, Peter Jackson universe. Like everybody's, yeah. it's the same design. Mm. So you still feel like you're in that same world because it's before the Lord of the Rings, I guess. Yeah. There was, there were, uh, again, to not to speak cool. of online discourse, but there was like talk of like, it is it's very in vogue to go and like rehab uh like actually bad movies and just like oh they weren't that bad and there was talk of like we don't need to re- rehab like the hobbit movies because they were oh, like God. decidedly awful sure. and shot in 60 frames a second and like look like trash and if you saw like the behind the scenes like featurette of the making the hobbit you have never seen a man look more depressed than peter jackson making those <laughs> no i'm serious just like he it, didn't want to right no like he, like there were supposed to be other directors making it. Right. He didn't. He think, didn't want to. He was like, but then like I feel like he was under contract to or some like it was weird. It's gonna be thing. like Del Toro, and then they like and like he started, and he was like, oh, never mind. And never mind. Dropped out. He right. took back over, but they didn't have a script. They were like rewriting stuff like on the day. Again, a movie and property with more money behind it than you could possibly imagine was still sh- like writing scenes on the day, choreographing scenes. Uh, on the day and then it would cut to peter jackson looking like a pile of a man just like <laughs> like sitting in a chair talking to walkie-talkie just like uh-huh and like making then someone coming up and going this sword or this sword and he goes um that sword <laughs> and oh just like God. like look as like meanwhile directing like one of the most popular right. franchises of all time I, that, just like i i don't know i can't remember the last time i've been as mad as i was at the end of the second of those movies where it's like you finally see the dragon, it starts to fight them, and then flies off. It doesn't need to be three movies. Right, and then it flies off to attack the town, and then the credits roll. You're like, we were just about to start a fight. Right. Like, this was, <laughs> this was the action scene that the whole movie was building to this. Yeah. And then, like, the third movie starts with that fight, and it takes, like, two seconds. <laughs> God, so another fantastic example of this. Sorry, I, I, we probably have to end the show yeah, at some point. Uh, but another really fantastic of the example of this is go back and watch the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Mm-hmm. First one, what a blast! Great adventure movie, so fun, so fun. Still, still to this day, I maintain that the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie is a ton of fun and a blast. There, I can't remember if it's the second or the third one, but one of them is like almost three hours long, and it is. It is a three-hour setup for the next movie. It's gonna be the second one. It's the second one. It probably is the second one, but it's just like literally nothing happens. It is all preamble to get to number three. Number three, and I was just like marveling at it. I was like, it literally goes to credits. I'm like, you, you have to be kidding me. This was literally a two and a half hour setup for the next (laughs) movie. I could not believe it. Shocking, shocking to me. The uh, have you seen Dune? Yes. That was I. I really enjoyed that movie, but I found it so funny how much they advertised Zendaya. She doesn't have a line. And she her has like two lines. involvement in that movie, and I guarantee you, she was probably on set for a day. Oh, maybe she might that. be on screen for three minutes. But, but yeah, it's all setting up for like, like in the part next two, movie. Sure, which I get, but it's just like it's just. It feels like false advertising in a way. I enjoyed like, that perfume commercial that she was. Yeah, in <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's pretty much what it was. Uh, <laughs> uh, that that Terrence Malick movie that was weirdly in there for yeah, a hot yeah, minute. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gus, the show's over in two minutes. Yeah. Oh, people should watch the most. It's on tomorrow. We have five episodes. The left. most. The most is some of the most fun I have ah. uh, doing a show here. Uh, nice. at Rooster Teeth. It's a great time. Thanks. People oh, should, that's very sweet. Thank you. It's we, a shame it's going away. Yeah, we have five episodes left. So check it out. It's tomorrow from noon to one central on yep. RTTV 
or you can uh, watch the listen to the other episodes where you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's a simple premise. Me and Andrew hang out and talk for 30 minutes and ignore our guests. And then the last 30 minutes, Andrew asks a few questions, and then I ask some rapid-fire questions. All themed around, like, what's the most, the most. X? Prank. Yeah. What's the most uh, lost you've ever been? What's the most you've ever eaten in one sitting? Questions like that. A great premise for a podcast. We should have done it on this one. Oh, well. Oh, well. I was gonna, well, I mean, hey, when it when it goes away, you could just... We'll just come back and right back. And just do it. Do it. Exactly. Just what, what you got to do to just save it, guys. Just tell 20 of your friends, everyone who watches mm-hmm, the show, mm-hmm. 20 of your friends to listen to the show. And then it won't get canceled. Exactly. That's it. That's all you need. Just go, everyone, even if you don't listen to it, just go download it and give it five stars on like yeah. iTunes or whatever. <laughs> Do some reviews. It. Turn it like, subscribe, <laughs> download it, don't have to listen to it. Hashtag more most. More most. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag more most. Most most. Uh, all right. That's it. Thanks for, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you guys again next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.